0: Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Hooper's Unhailed, a Capital Flavor production in partnership with 265 Media. We're here. On behalf of this Southwest. we would like to welcome you to Kansas City. For your safety and the safety of those around you, please remain seated with your seatbelt securely fastened. Your seat back and tray table in the full upright locked position. And all that carry-on luggage stowed until the aircraft arrives at the gate, the captain has turned off the fasten seat belt sign. What up? What it is? What's poppin'? It's your boy K Dot, and I am back with season two of Hoopers Unhail. I've just landed in Kansas City, Missouri. That's right. I'm in Kansas City to speak with another Unhail Hooper by the name of James Thornton. That's Coach James Thornton of Crystal Ray in Kansas City and the Casey Runner Rebels AAU program. So, let's get it. Let's sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. Hooper's Unhail Season 2 coming right at you. What up? What it is? What's poppin'? It's your boy K-Dot, and I am back with Season 2 of Hooper's Unhail, And I have a special guest with me tonight. I call him my brother because he is my brother, We've come up in the game, and I'm truly blessed to be in to to be interviewing him tonight. We got my man, one half of the bench starters, and Coach James Thornton. What's going on, my guy? Man, what's good, brother?
1: Hey, right, man, I appreciate being on this show, man. I just, you know, we've been chopping it up for man. It's almost been, it's almost been like two years now, almost, man. It's just crazy how like our friendship's grown into this brotherhood and seeing you do what you do on your show and 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 also the uh with 265 man is i mean i'm blessed to be on the show today man
0: yeah man see the, the pleasure is all mine and the feeling is mutual so i'm not gonna hold anything we're gonna get right into it so this is what i like to call Humble beginnings. So, if you don't mind telling the listeners kind of like where you started, and kind of give us a trip down memory lane, and kind of stroll through, you know, how you were able to fall in love with the game, and how the game has um, evolved you into the person that you are today. Oh,
1: okay, man, we about to. Man, the first person that uh put a basketball in my hand was my uncle James. It was uh man, I think it was second and third grade or third and fourth grade, um, playing biddy ball with him and uh and then and my, and my cousin Ryan. So we're and what I'm telling you, those two years I scored four points in two years, man. Two points, a, two points a season. So wow, I I was not good, man. Like I I promise. Like I remember the last game. I was just like, bro. Like in fourth grade, is he the third grade or fourth grade? I was like, man, ain't no way I'm doing this no more. I I suck. Like I'm terrible, I'm terrible. So actually, for for like for like a year and a half, the sport I actually was I started first, and people don't know this was bowling. Wow. Bowling. Yep. So my mom put me in a bowling league and, you know, this is how I learned about repetition, like like repetition is, mm-hmm. you know, I started the league on Saturday and the more I enjoyed it, my mom would take me bowling two or three times out the week. And, you know, I might start with like bowling 75 and then get them to consistent bowling 86. And then, you know, I just see like the numbers going up and up and up. And then, um, during that time, I still liked basketball. So I, I mean, once again, I'll just go outside. Like I didn't, I played video games, but for the majority of the time, like I was the only child, so I would go outside and shoot on my goal for just like hours, like hours on end, like two, three hours after I leave school, I'll be outside shooting on the goal, you know. And then uh, about fifth grade, I had joined this YMCA team. And I don't – I want to say his name was Coach Brown. And when I say the experience of being with Coach Brown and, you know, him giving me, like, a lot of like, confidence in my game. And, you know, I probably – I still probably wasn't that good. But then the fact that, like, I was just getting more confident. And, mm-hmm. you know, the biggest thing about basketball is confidence. You know, the best players have the most – the probably the biggest confidence, the biggest egos, the biggest – you know what I'm saying? Just being – being a confident player is the best thing possible. So absolutely. So I knew I got better through that time. So, so this still at the time like my my cousin Ryan would come over in the summer times and you know my grandma never wants so in the summer times like so I stayed with my grandma. So she never she never she wasn't big on us sleeping in and all that stuff. So eight o'clock in the morning, she'll wake us up. So we had to be outside by eight thirty. So. So this is probably through off throughout middle school pretty much. We had a in the summertime that we had to be up at eight thirty. We could not come inside. I mean we'll we'll eat breakfast and we could not come back inside until twelve thirty, Because then she didn't want us to like, you know, it was Kansas City gets kinda hot, man. Like mid mid June, uh early July gets hot. So she didn't want us, you know, out there. She always said, I don't want you guys getting no heat stroke out there. But, you know, yeah. so me and my cousin played like, one on one. the the whole time or you know sometimes we might 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 play kickball or something like that but most of the time we're playing one-on-one basketball the whole time so you know I so he's a pretty good athlete and you know I started you know he was he was built like he was always a little chubby kid but he was kind of he's always stocky but I was always just built like I was just really long and lanky so it was all the time like you know we're just we're just grinding and not really knowing that we're getting better at basketball. We're just playing one-on-ones. And, but after, you know, the time will come in, she'll tell us to come in. So I always used to stay after and just shoot around. Like I used to just, okay, well I didn't make shots today or I didn't do something today. So I need to work on that. So not understanding, like I'm, I'm getting better doing that, you know? <clears throat> so I go to middle school. So seventh grade, I go to a a, uh, a small private school called Calvary Lutheran. So we played other Lutheran mm-hmm. schools. So my uh, coach Clatt, he was my, my 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 middle school coach. You know, he was just so big on, you know, like he gave me confidence as well. Like, you know, he always used to me, like, you're a big Easton, you know, like, like no one can no one can really do nothing with you. And, you know, you protect the paint. So, this was the time where, you know, I was a young kid. I was probably like five, seven at the time, five, nine in seventh grade. So, you know, you probably won the taller kids. So, you always, you put the tallest kid on the block and stuff like that. So, you know, I didn't really develop other aspects of the game until later. But, and then playing one on ones helped too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like being outside in the playground and doing stuff like that helped a lot. So, you know, first year, man, we won two games the first year of middle school basketball, and, like, you know, I'm like, ah. but, you know, I felt like, but then we were really young. Like, our team was pretty much seventh graders. So, we played against a lot of eighth graders, and our team was seventh graders. So, the next year, we had went down. So, we we, we won our conference. We won a lot of games. Was, <clears throat> the only time I've ever posted a a, a triple-double, Kev, was in eighth grade. I had a triple double. I had I had 10 points, 10 rebounds, 10 block shots. One of my friends had got sick, so my friend Ben had got sick. And uh he was our leader score. Like he was just like, Ben was just like, you know, have you ever met someone who's just like just good at everything?
0: Right, yep. Man. I have <laughs> Ben. Ben's
1: that type of guy. Like he could pick up the guitar, he can play the piano, he can do Rubik's cube. He did everything. He was just good. Like Ben was just good at everything. So he had got sick one day, and I remember uh, one of the little girls out of school was like, "Man, you guys are not going to win without Ben." So I like, man, I was like, man, hey, we better get a dub. I, don't, I ain't trying to hear all that. So you know, I <laughs> hey, I had a triple dub. That's the only time. That's <laughs> That's my first and only time getting a triple-double, my guy. So, you know, that's – I mean, that's really cool. Like, that's – I always tell people, my man, my triple-double came early and it came with block shots. So, Um, the ninth grade came, man. Um, And I had a – you know, this is when my mom was, like, you know, trying to decide what high school I'm going to go to. So, I took tests at at O'Hara where, you know, if you know Marcus Walker, you know, he – like mm. that's that's the high school he went to and they were just super stacked at the time like they had uh JR Lyle, they had uh DJ Jackson um man uh Daniel Hurt I'm not sure if you remember Hurt from a, to, I think he went to Toledo but that was his older brother and he had this stupid bounce but Daniel Hurt he was just a big dude like he like uh, we were in the same grade but he was just a big dude 6'6 235 like he's big dude maybe not that heavy like but now the older he is he's like the heavy and, and he's a pro now so you know or I could go to Lutheran High School in Kansas City so a 2A a 2A school you know they haven't really like oh man my fault man hey let me take a step back so during so I, I already kind of knew where I was going to go to high school at though because uh, during the summertime my 7th grade year going to my 8th grade year I was going to open gyms at Lutheran high school. So this is the school Uh I ended up attending, you know, so they were, they were pretty good. Like they, they had, they had two guys who went to go play college ball, you know, I, I just thought, you know, like, you know, when you're a young guy and you're playing open gym with the juniors and seniors, you just think they're the coolest. You think that, you know, but at the same time, there's like, man, if you're going to be out here, man, you got to do something. So then that's really I start like, developing, like, being able to put the ball on the floor. Because, you know, at 5'10", I'm not doing nothing with nobody. 6'5", you know what I'm saying, down on the block, or 6'6", down on the block. So I had to knock down shots and, you know what I'm saying, play defense, you know what I'm saying, and, and make the right passes. So, um, so when we were deciding on what school I wanted to go to, I, I kind of had it in my mind, like, man, I, I liked it there. Like, the coaches knew me. I liked it there. So freshman year, man. I uh, played a lot of JV, man. A lot of J V. My first high school game, man. Um I remember just being upset. Uh, we had, we were we were playing a like a like a country team, and someone had called me the N-word. Mm. So my head coach, Andy Dom, she had you know pulled me to the side. He said, hey, I know that probably hurt. A lot, but he says, you know, if if you let that affect you, now it's, it's always going to affect you. Like someone's always going to going to try to bring that up or say something to you to make you get upset. He's like, you know, I'm happy that you, you know, you you. you I, I wasn't like a, a like a person who was going to like push or fight or anything like that. But I was like a cry though because it's irritating. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you didn't. Th- I, I never thought that would happen. And I had my first high school right. basketball game. But one thing he told me, he's like, man. So James, you're not going to be nothing if you don't consistently get in a weight room and get shots up. So I said, after that day, I put in my mind, I said, you know what? No one, you know, this is when you really start. I mean, this is when I start clicking. I was like, no one goes to see JV players play. No colleges go see JV players play. So I can get shots up and I can lift weights every day because it's a JV basketball game. So after that day, he used to, you know, stay and lift weights with me. And then I, you know, I wake up early or I find time to get shots up on my own, you know. So going into my, going into my sophomore year, man, I had, my freshman year, I was probably about 5'11", man. 5'11", probably like mm-hmm. 145 pounds soaking wet, bro. Uh, Going into my, my sophomore year, I sprouted. I was like 6'3". 175.
0: Man, listen. Before you proceed, I just need to know how in the hell does this happen? Like, I didn't get my growth spurt. <laughs> 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 like, my goodness. Um, you know, but but continue. Um, I, I just wanted to throw that out there. So I, I basically kind of told my height as the mad as the mad shorty, but continue, <laughs>
1: continue. You know what it was though, is I I mean, I, you know, the one thing my mama never forced this on me, but you know, I made sure I got rest. I made sure, you know what I'm saying? I like, like my summer still was the same thing. Like I woke up at the same time, got shots up, mm-hmm. did stuff like that. You know, the, the school opened up. So I'll go shoot or lift and, you know, just do stuff like that. So I think it's also cause I didn't, no- of course, like, I still enjoyed my childhood, man. Like, I wasn't wasn't hell-bent, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I didn't I didn't hang out with friends or anything. No, I, I would be lying if I said that. You know, I spent the night at my friend's house, you know. It was probably a day I didn't shoot around or, you know what I'm saying, or didn't do nothing
0: physically with basketball. Yeah, you were still a kid at the end of the day. Yeah. I, I, feel I, I
1: still felt like, you know, I still enjoyed my childhood. But, you know... But so, like, so, like, my friends from my uh, from my eighth grade, se- seventh and eighth grade team, when I was an eighth grader, so my friend Josh Maddox was coming up to Lutheran High, so I was like, oh man, just kills tough point guard, bro, super fast. His senior year, bro, he was a 5'10, he's 5'10, bro. His senior year, mm-hmm. he, did, he so, so, to, just to spoil the story, he transfers after, after uh, after his freshman year, after my sophomore year, but his senior year, I think he averaged one point two blocks a game, bro. At 5'10". Oh, wow! Like he had like like bunnies, bro. Like he kind of like he T J Ford light, like he was athletic like that, like fast like that. Oh wow! Like, like he was just you know like I bro like to this day like I tell people like he's probably the best porn guard I've ever played with. So <clears throat> sophomore year came. I did everything possible, man. We used to have open gyms, bro, where we would do um, underclassmen versus upperclassmen, Mm -hmm. and they would just give them the blues like that. That's and then that's why I felt like I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Felt like I felt like I was here. Um, So, first game don't start. I actually me and Josh played JV actually their first game. So for me, it was, I, I was just really upset. Cause I'm like, dang, I did all this work. I got better. I'm in my head. And I, I mean, even looking back on that I probably was the, probably the third best player or second best player. However, you know, someone would want to put it, you know, I, that's just how I truly felt. And still to this day, I felt like, I mean, of course I don't have no nothing, you know, no ill intentions or I'm not even mad about it, but just knowing how much time I put in and how much better I got that summer. I was like, yeah, like, I I don't know what's going on. Well, I knew what was going on once you get older. So, um, so yeah. So like that year was just so up and down. Me and Josh didn't get to play with each other. Like it'd be times where Josh would play and and I wouldn't be in at the same time. And the times that we did play together, I mean, we looked pretty good. I remember, uh, Josh had a bad game, and I remember, you know, the upperclassmen, like, dude, they're notorious at throwing the ball away. Like, they was just turnovers, bro. Like, eight turnovers a game, and my, my friend Josh had like two turnovers, and he missed a shot, and you know, he went home crying because he just because he wanted that bad, and I wanted it that bad. So, you know, we felt like we was getting the raw end the, the raw end of the deal. So, um, you know, still going. Still working now. Then I heard my friend Josh is about to transfer to Lee Summit. So, you know Lee Summit, um, you know who Drew Locke is? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Locke went I to know Drew Locke as, as my friend Josh. They're actually teammates. He's, I think Drew Locke's two years younger than Josh. So, Drew Locke was actually a pretty oh, wow. decent basketball player, too. Like, he was pretty decent in basketball.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it normally works. You know, the quarterback kind of, uh, Kind of got a little game, you know, on the basketball side. So, you know,
1: I get it. So, so he went there. So I was like, man, I was obsessed. So I told my mom, like, and then my other friend, Jacob, he had went out there and he had transferred. So basically, he had moved his house, so but his family moved to Florida. So, okay. So, like, so like two of my guys, like two of my buddies that, like, we spent weekends together, all that, you know, they transferred. So I'm like, oh. So I told my mom like, bro, I can't do it. Like I don't want to be here no more. Like I don't I don't want to go back to the school. They don't care about basketball. Like I felt like my coach lied to me, you know, I, you know what I'm saying? I just was upset. Like I really was. Um, uh, So crazy story. So, you know, this is back in the day when 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 you don't have smartphones so you can't just change your 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 number over so like that. So my dad uh, was about to right. give me a, a a new phone, right? So mm-hmm. you know he was like, "Yeah, just give me your phone for the night, and I'll go in the morning time and uh, get your new phone." So I'm like, "Okay, bet." So I'm already planning on on I'm thinking about going to Lee Summit. I'm thinking about going to Grandview, which is the, like which is the area that my dad lived in. So I'm already like, "Bro, I've already had it already in my mind. Like I'm leaving, right? Like I'm I'm done with it. I'm done with it." Mm-hmm. So still doing the same stuff, still working out. Actually got me a trainer this time. So was working on footwork and becoming a better basketball player and I see the growth that I was becoming. Um so uh and it is at the time, man, like I like my like like that growth spurt really hurt my knees really big time. Like I was like some days I was in pain, bro. Like pain. Uh so
0: see, that's one of those situations where I'm glad I'm at the height that I'm at because every tall person that I've spoken with, um, that I'm cool with, they always talk about how their knees bother them, like they 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 get shin splints, like they like it's just crazy. So, bro, you
1: know it's crazy. I never rolled my ankle. I never really had shin splints. It's always just been my knees, bro. Like nothing else, really. That's like crazy. never had shin splints. Never, I wrote my ankle one time, bro, and that was when I was older. And it, it didn't. And then I wrote it, and then it didn't really like hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, but my knees, man, dog. But uh, so, so my dad had my phone, right? So back to the store. So my dad had my phone. So my so so the head coach called him, and you know he said he saw that Josh was transferring, and, and he was wondering if I was thinking the same. So I'm not at the house. Like this is like a late night conversation. So I'm not even knowing. So remember, I'm already thinking in my head, bro. I'm out of here, bro. Like I'm out of here. I don't. I'm, I don't.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking to nobody. I was still going to open gym and stuff like that. But I was just like, bro, I'm out of here, bro. So, <clears throat> uh, so the coach had talked to my dad. Like you know, I feel like I did fail your son. You know, he felt like he was you know worrying like worrying about. The um I mean since we're older now, like, you know, I, I can say it. He was worried about uh you know, the the parents on the board and you know, the political stuff really. He's like, you know, your son shouldn't have been on the bubble. You should have been, you know what I'm saying? You should have been a varsity player, like, you know, like mm-hmm. uh so and he said he did everything that I asked. He's the best player possible, like best player. But he says, just don't. I, if I can make it, make it be- better for him, I will this year. So this is all the all the seniors left now. So it's literally like, like it has to be me now, right? So so my dad calls me, and this is the same man every single day stayed with me. But man, and that's the thing, like he stayed with me, got shots up, lift like spotted me in all that for two years, bro. So. You know when he had said that, and you know my dad said he was crying. I was like, man, <sighs> I, said, <laughs> I said, skip it. I'll go back. But I I made a plan where Lutheran High, like he 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 played at Lutheran High as well, and he went to state. So I so I so mm-hmm. it, I, I, I I used to always tell him, I was like, I'm gonna take us to state. I'm gonna take us to state. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna take us to state. I said, I'm gonna take you guys to state, and I'ma have my jersey hanging up, right? Because <clears throat> like they used to have this little like memorial, th- not memorial, but I have like memorabilia. And uh right, so it was this right. one guy, um I can't remember what his name is, but he was almost like a like a legend to us though, like a like a ghost almost 'cause we never seen him before, or anything like that. But he wore number eleven. And um uh, and um god damn i can't remember his name but i I know if i see it i will remember it but he played at uc irvine and um i was like you know what bet so that number so basically that year i came back my junior year i was like okay guys like we gotta be really serious about this so we're we're doing better like like you know i was still getting up shots and that's what it was about and and like my teammates got better the ones who didn't play soccer like they'll go work out with me, or we'll on the weekends we'll get shots up, or we'll go play, and we are getting better as 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 a, as a unit. Right. So, right, you know, this year I said skip it. I I, I want to be like him, so I changed my number to number eleven. I was like, you know, like because because they didn't really retire jerseys, but you know, they they always honored them. But I was like, I, I want to wear that. I want I want to have that, you know, that pressure. And of course John Wall was really big at that time too. So, you know, I was like, man, that's dope. Like, I, you know, that's probably my favorite player at the time. And then, you know, then this guy is a legend at my high school. So like, I I I wanna wear it. So uh so going to the season, saw my head coach come up on a is a day before uh man it's probably three weeks before before um practice is about to start. And uh, I remember uh, him coming in. He was like, and I said, what's up, coach? Like, you know, I'm shaking him up and all that stuff. I was excited to see him because, like, you know, my mind had changed because I was seeing people being more devoted and, you know, I was getting better my own self. So I was just like, you know, and this and now this is the time I'm like, I gained like 10 pounds, so I'm stronger now, bro. Like, like I was becoming a better athlete. I was like, okay, it's it's all coming together. You know, he had promised me to be like, we are going to do like how how uh how Texas did KD like I'm going to be more in the perimeter and I'm going to be you know taking jump shots and making plays mm-hmm. for others I'm like bet like this is what I want like cuz my thing was like oh, I didn't play AAU basketball until my senior year bro so everything I did was with was was with my high school like summer stuff all that was with, was was just with my high school so you know I knew like colleges. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna take a six four big man, you know what I'm saying? Or I'll be at a you know what I'm saying does or I'm gonna be at a small school right. and I'm not gonna be the player that that I want to be. So um so you know, so so I see him at a at at lunch and he was like, you know, I'm not coming back. Cause, you know, he was a uh, in the National Guard, so he had to get more education or they're or they're gonna send him away. So I was like, Bro, what? He like, yeah, I'm sorry, but Like, I'm just not. I'm not. I can't come back, cause I don't want to move my family. So, you know, being a young person, you don't realize. You know, saying, he did what's best for him. You know, it wasn't. Exactly. You know, and then you know, exactly. I, I'm getting older and realize when I make decisions, I make decisions based on what's best for me, or base based what's based on my family. Was best for my family. So, you know, but it it hurt me as a 17-year-old kid. That hurt me because I was like, bro, I was a foot out the door. And the only reason why I came back to here is because of you, you know, because of the relationship that we had. So, you right. know, that goes on. And then we had a decent season. I averaged, you know, me and the coach, me and the other coach didn't really get along like that. But uh averaged thirteen and nine that season, man. So I had a little breakout year kinda. Thirteen and nine on fifty percent shooting. Uh I didn't really get to be be the K D or whatever, but you know, I just wanted to win games. So I just did whatever to do to win games. Uh so uh senior year came around, man, and uh I mean, that, that, that summertime, like, they let me be be more of a wing. And, you know, I first when other guys would go out of town and I would just be the point guard playing with a whole bunch of younger guys. And, you know, I just – you know, my summer league, I think my mom told me because she, she always kept score and kept rebounds and stuff like that. I was averaging, like, 24 and 12. So I knew, like, okay, I'm there now. I'm there. Like, I was dunking both hands, right hand, left hand two feet, just whichever way I could just jump. So come to it. I I was uh, – I met one of my mentors. He had told me I should stay at Lutheran High. But it was probably not – as October. You know, I remember volleyball had left. For a I was like, man, we should get in the gym. Because I was doing everything by myself now. Like, I was just getting in the gym by myself and getting shots up outside. And it was like, nah. So the new coach was like, nah, I think we're going to go home today. And I was like, bro, I remember losing the first round of districts every single year. And, you know, the year prior, we had lost to my dad's team. So it hurt me. Like, you know what I'm saying? That hurt me. Like, I put up 14 and 14, and then one last play of the game, we lost. So I was like, I was like, you know what? I said, I'm not coming back here ne- next Monday. I said, what are you talking about? I was like, I'm out of here. It's like, Cause you guys don't care about this. Like, I care about it. And you guys don't care about it as as much as I did. So I called my dad. He worked in the school district. You can't see school district. I transferred to his school. Yep. And we uh, we made it. uh, I had got hurt. Uh, I had got hurt. I was trying to dunk on somebody. I landed on his foot. Mm. Tore my, uh, I had Mm. micro tears in my patellar tendon. And, um, yeah, man, like, and that's how my season went pretty much. I came back. Uh, My best game was probably against the team I always had good games against, against West Platte. I think my career average against them was like 19 points. And then the district finals, uh, I hit four threes and a half. And then that second half, I just – my knees was gone, man. Like, I was just – I was was just kind of a shell of myself at that point in time because I wasn't all the way healthy.
0: Uh, So, let's just kind of – Get into the NAIA because I know that when we had our conversation, that um, I told you that I had some looks from NAIA schools. But yeah, uh, my to first year, NAIA man, school, I went to uh,
1: Missouri Valley College, actually MVC uh, in Marshall, Missouri. Uh, so going down there, I was uh, I was first on the developmental team. And then they just like so so basically me and my friend Liam both went to the same college and we were both on the on the on the developmental team. And they was like, Yeah, these kids went under <laughs> under recruit. Like they there's no way in hell. Like, no, like ain't no way. Like even like the the older guys that are on the main team, they was like, Ain't no way in hell. Like, Leon should be not be here, but be on that team. And then I just worked hard, man. I used to win every sprint and all that stuff. So my friend Liam got moved up, and then right before I was got I was I was going to get moved up the following week, I uh found out I needed surgery on my uh on my meniscus. I had a uh I had a bad meniscus tear. And my left knee, I had a bad meniscus tear. So um I got surgery and this is kind of where it like kind of goes downhill from here. Like you know, meniscus tears normally like you're back healthy about six weeks, man. Like normally, man. It took it took me about mm-hmm. three and a half, four months, man. Like, oh, wow. like literally, like it took it took me super long to like get back healthy. And then you know I was at a bad state of my head, and I was like, I was like, man, I'm never gonna be the same. So I I saw so I I left that school. I just went to junior college, came back home, did rehab, trying to rehab it. And um, so I, I ended up meeting. So during that time when I transferred, I met like uh, one of my little homies. He actually coaches with me now in AAU now, which is crazy how everything comes full circle. So I used to take him to his AAU practices because I was like his big brother. So I met uh coach Collins he ended up being like a a super big part of my life a big mentor in my life so i used to so i used to so i used to go up senior practice and i, and I asked someone i was like hey i look you so i already start thinking like what i want to do after after um after basketball because like now it's looking like bro the overseas dream and nba is it, bro like my knee is killing me like it, it's no way in hell like so, but I still got up, got worked out, all that stuff, right? Every single morning I did it. But then he, so basically I asked him, like, hey, I would like to learn how to coach and learn more about the game. Because every time I used to come to this practice, I'm sitting there astonished, like, bro, I didn't learn this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so like, bro, I didn't learn this. But so I'm, like, really sitting there learning, though. Like, so, like, I'll go to his practice and sit for two hours, like, learning stuff. So I was like, you know, I would love to just, like, you know, just, come to practice and help and just learn. He's like, oh, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, he, he never turns down to nobody. He wants to learn how to, how to uh, you know, learn uh, learn and teach basketball. So, I was like, bet. So, you know, so after that time, you know, he used to start working me out. So, now we're getting up shots. We're working on footwork. We're getting, you know, like, he actually, uh, you know, like when I came home, the last time I hooped before I had knee surgery, I hooped with him so you know he's like man yeah you're decent let me try to you know talk to some schools for you if you don't want to go back to your your college so i'm like okay appreciate you so i had surgery time goes by uh, that year goes by you know he was trying to get me in mo west the coach had left so i was like dang so i go back try to finish up my, my associates i was supposed to so i tried out for uh the, the same school my little brother Rob plays for at, at KCK, I had a out for them, and the coach at the time was like, man, James is, you know, he's like, ow, like, James is a good player, but he does everything good but nothing great. So this is at the era where, like, the versatility stuff did not matter, like, at all. Like, like, you were, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like back in our time where it's like you were one player, you were, this is what you did, and you did it great. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just very versatile like I did everything really good. I could dribble the ball good. I wasn't like amazing. I could shoot the ball decent. I wasn't amazing at it. I could defend. but I can defend super fast people but I can defend, you know, like someone who's not super super quick, but I can't defend super big people. But I can, you know what I'm saying, like 6-7, I'm cool with, you know what I'm saying. 6-9, what I'm I mean what am I going to do with it? So, he's like, you know, like I don't know if I want to offer a scholarship. So, I was like, well, if he doesn't want me here, you know what I'm saying, it is what it is. Like, I mean, I felt like I did really good in the the workouts. And that's what he was telling me. He's like, you did really good in the workouts. So, uh, so now looking back on I probably should have took it. But, you know, at, and then finding out I probably shouldn't have at all from just knowing how the coach treated people and stuff. So, I kind of died the bullet. And, you know, I had went to – I had another opportunity where you think it looks great uh, at, at a division two school. I was going to be a walk-on and then the assistant coach that wanted me got a new job, uh, got a job at Prairie View A&M. So it was just like, he he's not taking me with him. Cause I'm just a walk-on. So it was just like, you know, then I had reached out to that head coach and he was like, ah, we actually got some, we're, we're actually okay at this moment and, and walk-on. So it was just like, Bet so I did another year. uh and I try to keep my eligibility. Like I try to do everything. I keep all my, you know, like uh NIA and D2 eligibility. Cause I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Cause I wanted a career. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like I wanted a actual career. And uh so that following year I just I got really healthy. I worked with Brett. If anybody watched um the um Best Starters with the uh with the human mechanic, I worked with Brett McQueen. He got my 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 engine back and my body going, quote unquote. And uh, I tried, and I went to this NEI showcase, and I felt good. I knocked down hella jump shots. I dunked everything possible, like everything, like every drill, every game, just dunk, dunk, dunk shot, knocking down shots. And you know, Parker came up to me and asked who I was. I was like, you know, I was, I was twenty two years old. I was like, you know, I'm just looking for for a possibility for a chance. So before that happens, man, I, I get injured. I find out like my senior year, I didn't, I have Michael tears in my, my uh, patellar tendon because I had an ossicle sticking out of it. It wasn't because I tore it or landed on that person's leg. Well, that's the reason why I started it. But I had a, but I had a bone beneath my patellar tendon. So they had to take that out before I went up there. So I wasn't fully healthy. And then, you know, I'll go up there and I'm not, and once again, like this is how I learned my body just wasn't you know what I'm saying did, didn't recover fast, so I couldn't even get back for the season really like I tri- like I was getting through doing trials and I hurt myself and then the following year, after that, I needed surgery on my left leg, and it came to a point where uh I had another teacher who's like you know he's like, you know, I want you to come down to my uh place and uh i want I want to do some tests on you." So, you know, we were doing all this physical rehab and stuff like that with the school's trainers and other stuff. And he was like, man, you don't realize, like, he's like, if you go out to play basketball this year, he said, you're going to hurt yourself again. He said, you don't have, I have any ankle mobility. My, My left ankle was tore up. Like, it was just like, I never rolled my ankle, but he said, it's super stiff. He's like, you have no ankle mobility. He says... Your leg, can you can't even do a straight leg raise without it shaking. So he's like, to be honest, I don't know how you're even out here running, to be honest. But, you know, so I think it was just off the pure will of trying to be great. And then at that time, I only needed a couple hours left, bro. So I just, I hung it up. You know, I started, I, and then that's when I started training. Like, I started training like, like a year prior to that, two years prior to that. And I was just like, man, like my body just can't, my body was cooked, bro it was cooked so I was like man I had two years left I mean I had two classes left so what's the purpose of me playing you know what I'm saying
0: So, I want to get into what I call ill hoop stories. So, can you tell me about a time that you played or a time that you um, coached where you sat back and was like, "Oh my god, that was something!" I got,
1: I got two. One of them, the, the the fastest one, is um. I'm playing against West Platt my junior year, man. So West Platte had two Division One guys. They ended up becoming Division One. One went to the Air Force, and one went. To, uh, the tall kid went to North Dakota State. So, so we're playing, mm-hmm. and early in the game, I get, I get undercutted early in the game. Land on my head, right? Dog. Oh, the referee had to ask, "Hey, what day was it?" I. To be honest, you know, you know, Man, you know them long winter winter nights, bro. All them days run together, especially in basketball season. Man, you don't know what day it is. Man, I had to tell the ref. I said, "Man, ref, I said it's either Tuesday or Wednesday, dog." I, 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 to be honest, I don't remember. But he like, he's like, "Are you good to play?" I said, "No, I'm playing. I'm playing." After that, bro, I do not remember what happened. My teammates just just said I. Uh, I just was asking like ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. The whole time, the rest of the game. And you know, I finished the game with eighteen and twelve. But you know, like there's other times where I remember other games. Of course, when you start seeing a lot of basketball, you you kind of just some stuff just goes away. But I don't remember none of that game. All I remember is uh one of the dads, that that I'm really close with, uh, the one the dads at the school. You know, he had he had beat my mom down the the floor just just to congratulate me. He's like, "Man, it was a great game," and all this. That's the only thing I remember. I just remember I remember my mom joking about. it. It's like. Dang, I can't get to my son first to tell him that was a great job. I said, "Yeah." So, and then the other one was, uh, the reason why I always tell people, like, when you're training kids, the best things to go see them play is because you know this is the time that you actually get to be a fan. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes that you, like you you put all you, you put all the work with these kids, and you know you get to see them play. So I gotta I, I gotta uh, coach my little brother. Uh, in his uh, his last year in uh, AAU. So, I remember uh, they were playing against a team that they used to always get into when they were younger. So, I just remember at the point in time, Rob was just got to a different point where he was just getting different. So, one of the players had said something to him, and you know, this is when I was not a very professional coach. I was a very young coach. So, I was like, hey, Rob, we don't talk to these bum dudes out here, bro. So, so he said, so basically the other coach was like, oh you're calling my kid a bomb all that stuff. I'm like, I'm like your kid said something to my little brother first. So I just said so they called a timeout. The the refs I mean the the refs had to come over there talk to me and the coach. And I said all right well this is what we gonna do? Rob just go kill him. Rob had 33 points, got the dub. <laughs> I was able to go home. I just, I told the coach I said hey, the the difference is your kid ain't built like that. So, you know, it just <laughs> – that's probably one of the illest dope stories. Like, I, I probably remember just Rob just just going nuts, like threes, pull-ups, dunks. Like, it was just like – it was just like that. And I just – I used to be able to tell him, like, hey, go off. Like, just go. And he would just go do it.
0: Hmm. So, listen – I want to get into kind of like the origins of the Bench Starters because first and foremost, the Bench Starters is like one of the uh, best shows um, out on YouTube. And if you guys haven't checked it out, please subscribe. Um, It's the Bench Starters on YouTube uh, with Noel and James. I mean, they do a phenomenal job. So um, can you tell us? Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Can you tell us a little bit about how the bench starters um, was kind of like created, and then, you know, after that, you know, let's let's just kind of dig into um, some of your coaching and what you're doing now to help in- impact the game. So let's start with with the bench starters, bro. So how did that?
1: Clearly, me and Noel was t- man, me and Noel actually, Noel's probably one of the first college guys that let me work him out because when I wasn't playing, I used to just like try to give, I'm, I used to be like, hey, bro, like, this is just another, ins- this is just more insight for you, like, this is what I see when you're playing, when you guys run your plays, this is what I, you know what I'm saying, this is what I see, so, let's just rep some of this stuff out, and, you know, you might be a little bit more successful, and, you know, Noah was like, you know, Noah was like, a Noah was the first person I actually met when I went to Park University, so. So we, uh, uh-huh. so like one day we're just debating and we're always debating, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so, you know, you, I mean, you know, you know, dudes kind of like barbershop talk, quote unquote, but like we actually using like true evidence, actually watching the games and, and have conversations. So I said, bro, why don't we just put this on? Like, like, why don't we just film bro and have a podcast or a YouTube channel where, where we're literally talking about basketball but, you know what I'm saying, but we were big on, like, bro, but I said, bro, I can't, I don't want to, I don't want to be, you know, Stephen A. Smith or Skip Bayless or, you know, I said, I just want to speak my truth, you know what I'm saying, and not, and not be be a character, you know what I'm saying, and, right. you know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's a knock for anybody else, but I was like, you know, I don't want to be known as, like, a person who batches one person because of whatever reason, and, you know what I'm saying, I just wanted to be, I, I wanted to be pure. So nose down with it and you know what I'm saying. So now we, you know, we have we're about fourteen episodes in and you know, what I'm saying we're gonna start getting back to it. Just talk to them another day, so we're gonna get back to it. But, you know, just having the bench starters is uh pretty much it represents, you know, just what it says, the bench, but everybody's everybody's important. The starters, the bench, the guys, the the guys who 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 wrap your ankles the massage therapist, the, you know, the skilled, the skill developers, the skill trainers, coaches, assistant coaches. I mean everybody that 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 helps someone to be successful or an organization to be successful. There's it they are a bench starter. The people who don't always get the recognition.
0: Listen, that is so dope. That's so dope and of course once again shameless plug go ahead and check out the bench starters 14 episodes um and you heard it first they're getting right back into it so definitely check them out so just moving just moving right along and going into kind of like the final question um so as a coach today you know besides of course being a coach you know what do you think about today's game and how are you using your platform um you know in addition to coaching to help impact you know um, the kids today
1: man i think with modern basketball is I, I think is a lot more you know it's it's more fun to watch so you know how i how i coach and and what i always tell my kids is you know we're, you know, we're going to work on everything that we do, you know. So like, I was a first year here coach, and you know, I, I adopted a team that wasn't known for winning. So, I mean, most of my practice was skill development. We're getting shots up every day. We're learning different concepts, you know. We have a film games, and they'll watch the games. And, um, I think the biggest thing is just also with coaching, and you know, the, my my platform that I have. I'm, I don't really say too much on the bench starts, because I try to, you know, separate, you know, my my that life with, you know, coaching because I don't want ever to be people everything. I'm doing it for for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying? So, right. I mean, half my kids probably don't even know I have a YouTube channel, to be honest. So, uh, so no, I just, I, I use the modern style of basketball, like, you know, shooting threes, but, you know, as a trainer, I also tell them it's, always, it's also about the rhythm of the game so you know you have to have pull-up jump shots you have to have floaters you have to have you know you know just movement without the ball you if we don't do a whole bunch of ISO heavy basketballs if you can go you make a move and go you know what I'm saying I say high school is totally different from the NBA it's way more space than the NBA so those ISO moves and all that stuff works when the next person's you know 10 feet away from you and nine feet away from you <laughs>
0: Right, right, right. So, this was incredible. Uh, I, I will say, and I, I really want to thank you for taking the time out and telling us your story. It's been um, it's been an incredible journey that uh, that you've walked me through. And you know, at this point, um, I, I want you to tell you know the listeners where we can find you, um, because. I know you have a social media platform. You know how I know? It's because yep. we're like the Avengers. We have the Commission and everybody knows. So um go ahead and you know plug your uh you know plug your stuff and of course shout out to the commission, um Justina, and Najee, and the unofficial um unofficial member Noel. <laughs> so, you know, shout out to, to, yeah, to man, the shout out to the shout commission, to the man.
1: Crew. Uh You know, you can find me on Twitter at James T underscore 14 on Twitter. And on Instagram, you can find me. Um, what is it? J Ran Thornton. It's J R A N T H O R N T-O-N. And also, you guys can go follow the bench starters on Instagram. It's the Bench Starters the bench starters so t-h-e-b-e-n-c-h starters s-t-a-r-t-e-r-s
0: and there you have it i want to thank James for coming on to the show it has been incredible and ladies and gentlemen this has been hoopers Unhailed and This has been your host, KDOT. And as I say every week, peace and love to everybody out there. Peace. And we'll holler at you. Peace out. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Another Unhail Hooper, another story told. I would like to thank Coach James Thornton for his time, his hospitality, and his great storytelling. As I am off on another flight to another Unhail Hooper. So... In the meantime and between time, this is Dot signing off, wishing you peace and love to everybody out there, and I'll holler at you. Three, two, one,
1: fire.
0: It's a Capital Flavor production. You...